Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Bob Stoffer with you, final show of the week. The Edmonton Elks broadcast tomorrow. And I'll kick off with the pregame show at 6. And then Morley and Dave, uh, Brendan Escott will have that show for you. Then Morley and Dave and Blake Dermott, cast of thousands, uh, will bring you the Edmonton Elks and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. 630, not just the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers, but also the Edmonton Elks as well. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, keep texting us at 780-496-0063 uh, on the Ashley Pine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. I'm going to drop off some samples off there today. Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. He's going to come up right away here. Live thoroughbred racing back at Century Mile Racetrack each Friday and Saturday with free parking and admission. For more info, head to thehorses.com as we go to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement bet on it, and we are joined by Spec. We will tell you Jerry Johansson is coming on the show at 135 today. He's got Duncan Keith, and he's got uh, Brett Kulak. Spec, what do you think's happening uh, on those two fronts? Well, one certainly uh, behooves the other. <laughs> I can tell you that. I mean, there's your second and third pairing left defenseman from a playoff run, Bobby. So um, I'm with you on Duncan Keith. The, the Duncan Keith I watched finished the season showed first of all he didn't play like a guy that's ready to retire and he didn't talk like a guy that's ready to retire i don't know uh, i get it how the orders are confirming this but to me i just didn't see a guy ready to retire um brett kulak you know if there's a bit of a log jam on left d if duncan keith does come back you got nurse you got keith right you got broberg so this this is why holland wants his answers so he knows how to build his defense here um yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting situation because, you know, it's funny. Today they had their press conference for the Edmonton Oil Kings, and I thought of the top. By the way, we're getting several. I'd like to thank. We got we got really intelligent listeners to the show, Spec, and lots of guys are digging up some stuff that had to do with the new potential owner, this Bill Haslam. Of, in Nashville. Uh, in Nashville. And apparently he signed, uh, when he was governor, he signed a law on Friday that restricts the way words can be defined under state law regarding the legitimacy of gay marriage. And, of course, uh, the Nashville Predators, to my knowledge, had been completely open and accepting in support of, of Luke Prokop's decision. Um, so I, I'd like to thank Stoney and Josh and the other people that are uh, sending us the information. I, I, I was unaware that, ha- uh, to be honest with you, I didn't know that Bill Haslam. When I see the name Haslam, I think of uh, Jimmy Haslam that owns the Cleveland Browns. I didn't realize that it was a uh, uh, Bill Haslam. So anyhow, I digress. Uh, thank you for all of you taking the time to send me that stuff. That's a an interesting potential story. But circling back to the Oil Kings, their top four is the major reason why 
they're in the position that they're in. You know, they went out and uh, they only had Logan Dehoniak come back. Uh, Simon Kubasek came over in a trade uh, last year, but did not play in North America last year. Came as a double, a double counter this year. Spec as a 20-year-old and a European player. And then during the season, first they traded for Prokop, and then they traded for Caden Gooley. So they have the best top four defense <laughs> that you can have at the Memorial Cup. And oh, by the way, they got a number one goal. And defense is great. Right? Do they have the best goalie at the Memorial Cup, Bob? Do you uh, think? Well, they got the only goalie there that played on the World Junior Team in Sebastian Cosa, who's okay. a first so round. You got graduate. the best defense and the best goalie. You're the favorite. What we've, all, what we've all learned about hockey in the playoffs is. Keeping it out of your net is where it starts, yeah. and then getting it into the other team's net is where it finishes. So if you got the start figured out, uh, I don't mind their chances of finishing. Huh? No, even without having Dylan Gunther. But let's circle back to the Oilers because there's and I, and I we're, we're going to hit on a bunch of different topics here, Spec. So let's start in goal. Mike Smith. I, I could foresee a scenario where Mike Smith. He mentioned the three injuries to me when I saw him depart from the ice and how upset he was, and then how quiet he was in both his availabilities. And he did them full marks to him because not every guy would do that. But you know, he, he is a leader on the team. But that to me, you know, when he mentioned the three injuries during the season, I could foresee a scenario. I don't know if Michael retire. But my guess is he's had enough injuries that if he starts training again, he might get hurt again. You know what I'm saying, Speck? Yeah, there's definitely an LTIR option for Mike Smith in the last year of his contract. He's not retiring and not getting paid. No sooner than any of our listeners would walk away from $2.5 million just for fun. So uh, he, the Oilers are already an LTIR team, frankly. Uh, with Oscar Clefbaum having another guy on there, it's, it's not going to make much difference to Ken Holland. Um I think that Mike Smith, listen, no one knows the goaltending business better than a guy that's been in it that long. He can, he knows the deal. Stuart Skinner's waiver eligible. He's paid his duties on the way up. He's going to be the backup here. I don't even, I don't even think Mike Smith wants to get in Stu Skinner's way in that role. So the question for Mike Smith is, can I be a number one here? Am I a starter? And I'll I'll hop inside Mike Smith's head for just a second in between his ears. He knows how it went in the playoffs. He knows that he got tired. He knows how many injuries he had all last year. I'm here to tell you, Bob, he knows that he's not, no longer a number one goalie at 40 years old. Uh, so Mike Smith has to figure out how to make a graceful kind of exit here, in my opinion. Uh, he could back up for my team any day, Bob. Yep. Still, at this age, he could back up for my team any day. But unfortunately for him, the Oilers have a young backup in Stu Skinner. He's their guy back there, and he should be their guy back there. And there's no room for a second backup on a Hawk team. You starter, Bobby. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Mark. Uh, and they've also, we, you know, and again, we got Jerry Johansson coming on, and, mm-hmm. and he's got Keith and Kulak, and they're kind of tied to each other in yep. a certain respect. Because I think, you know what? I think even if Keith, and I, again, 75 25 on Keith, is that what, that, that's kind of the right, 70 30, is that where you're, you're at? I'm at 85-15. 85-15. All right, so I think there's a good chance. We both think Duncan's coming back. I'd still sign Kulak. What about you? Well, I guess it depends how I want to do this. So so who's playing the right side? Are we going to bring in a rookie and Broberg and make him play the right side? Is that what we're doing? He played some right side this year. and and so, So what you're dealing with is the redundancy that you have between Barry 
and and Bro- and Bouchard as an offensive puck moving defense. Now you can make an argument well, that you, need, you need two puck movers, but CC. Let's face it, CC was an upgrade on moving the puck on Adam Larson. I'm not saying he was an upgrade as a defensive defenseman. He was completely different. But CC did a pretty good job this year in Edmonton. And and so, you know, do you, if you sign Kulak, obviously, if if Keith comes back and you're signing Kulak, it's at the expense of Barry. We can agree on that, right? Well, but hold on a second. You're going you're going three steps ahead of yourself. Let's forget about Barry for a second. If I sign Kulak, I've got left shot D, Darnell Nurse, uh, Duncan Keith, Brett Kulak, Philip Broberg. I got four left side D. Yep. So forget about Barry and Bouchard. Which one of those guys is going to the other side? And if you're going to tell me it's Broberg, I'm going to remind you, Bob, of how neither of us loved the fact that they broke in Bouchard, not last season, but the previous, and made him play the right side as a young rookie. No, 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 but he's the right shot. I'm sorry. Excuse he me. Played he, game, play he played he one game. He played one game as a left as a left shot with Bear, and I could not understand why Bear wasn't yeah. the guy that had to move right. over, and why Bouchard was over, you know, playing on the left side. Right. Never. So my apologies on that, but my point is this: if we didn't like it then, I don't think I like it now. I don't. I'll, I'm here to tell you. I don't think the way to break a young defenseman like Broberg into the league is hard enough to break in. Yeah. Put them on the wrong side right away. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Kulak isn't sorry to interrupt you, Bob. Kulak isn't Chris Russell, where you sign him and he's like your eight. He's a player. You sign Brett Kulak for your top six. He's a viable, good NHL defenseman, and I'd love to have him here. He's a good guy, good player. But you can't have four left side D. Just can't have them. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna be intrigued to see how this all ends up playing out in the end. We're joined right now by Mark Spector. So, uh, because the reality of the situation is. The Oilers, and, and Ken Holland's got some work to do. We just heard Elliot on uh, talking about the length of the terms of the deals that uh, Bruce Cassidy got in Vegas. John Torter, five years for Cassidy in Vegas, four years uh, for Torts in Philadelphia. Wow. What's the odds of living out, coaching the fourth year of that deal? Pal? I would say what are the odds of both guys. <laughs> I'm not the biggest Cassidy guy, okay? I just, yeah. you know what? Uh, the days of guy, guys being sarcastic on the bench with players, that sort of stuff doesn't fly anymore. It's a different time. different. No, it's, it's no different than in the workplace. Like, you know, we can kibitz back and forth, Mark, you and me, and that's part of the yeah. shtick. You know? It's a different place than it was, though, Bob. No question. No yeah. question about it. So that circles back to the Edmonton Oilers. You got a, you got a general manager, right, with two years left in his deal uh, in Ken Holland. Where do you think the appetite? Elliot Friedman was just on, and you know, yeah. it's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, I would assume that the minimum extension that Woodcroft would be getting would be three years. Would you not agree? Uh, yeah, and I think he's earned it. And, and I, I listen. I listen to every word that Elliot said, uh, and I always do. And I understand how an organization may want to, you know, jive the length of term with their general manager. I, that makes a lot of sense. But I'm also going to say that that Woodcroft and Manson have an agent, too. And the job they did coming in here, generally speaking, when you sign a coach, it's a minimum three-year deal. That's the industry standard, Bob. You know this. I know this. We all know this. So big guys like Carrell and those guys, they get even more term because that's who they are. Woodcroft's not that guy yet. But I don't think it's fair or, or reasonable to look at Woodcroft and say, I know most guys get three years, but we're only giving you two. Uh, if I was Woodcroft's agent in that negotiation, I'd say go away and come back when you get back on three years because that's what we're signing for or we're going somewhere else. 
Yeah, well, it's it's going to be an interesting one. He deserves it, Bob. He deserves it. He just took a team, picked them up at one of the lowest points, right? Changed all the things that needed to be changed, had absolute success, made some really smart coaching moves and got into the third round, made his owner a ton of money. And yes. now you're telling him he can't have three years but only two? In whose world well, is no, that? Well, no, he's getting three. I think we have to assume he's getting a three-year three. deal. Getting he's three, getting Bob. Three all to him and Matt. You have to assume. Darn right. Yeah. Darn right. They both deserve it. They've earned it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, we are joined right now by Mark Spector. Speck, uh, just to wrap up, a quick thought on the opening game of the Stanley Cup final. Well, you know, a big picture on this final, Bob. I mean, uh, here's how I look at it. Tampa Bay, we were in the bubble, you and I watching them play Dallas. And listen, they're a deserving champion. They're they're about maybe to be the, the next dynasty. To me, three years straight, they're a dynasty. They're, they're a dynasty. No question. But this is also true. They played the Dallas Stars in their first Stanley Cup. You know, Dallas was okay. They had, uh, they had Hudobin in goal. They only get past Colorado because Colorado had their, their top three goalies injured. Okay, fine. They beat Dallas. Then the next year they go to the Cup, they get Montreal, the fourth-place team from the Canadian division. Yep. Nah, Montreal wasn't that good. So this is the first year for me, as I looked at this Cup matchup, Bob, that the Tampa Bay Lightning are getting the best team in the Western Conference. They are getting a bear here in Colorado. And you know what? If they beat them, my hat's off to them. And I'm not saying they won't, but this is a different animal than the one they faced the last two round fours in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, and tonight, I think, is a microcosm of that. We all know the numbers of Tampa after they lose one game, right, in a series. The numbers in the next game, including Vasilevsky's, are, are absolutely unbelievable. So let's see how those numbers pan out when they face the Colorado Avalanche at home. That game tomorrow night's going to be a beauty. Yeah, it is. And I got Colorado in five spec. And, I, you, know, you do, eh? Oh, yeah. I picked Colorado, but I wasn't bold enough to say five. I like those fives. So it's a good pick. Hey, if it happens, what does it say about Edmonton? What well, if it, it happens, say? you'll remind us of it for the next five years. I know that for sure. <laughs> Mark Spector, I would never do that to you, Speck. Weren't you the guy that said Detroit in three yeah, back in yeah, 05, yeah, 06? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that never gets old, eh, Bobby? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I've been wrong 8,439 times over the years, Mark. Yeah. I've only been right once. Great stuff. Have a wonderful weekend, Speck. <laughs> All right, Bobby. See you later. That is Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing and breeding industry. Live thoroughbred racing, Fridays and Saturdays, out at Century Mile. Free parking, free admission, more information at thehorses.com. When we come back at 122 at Edmonton. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We'll bang off some of your texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Jerry Johansson coming up at 135. You're listening to Oilers Now. I talked to Uncle Milt today. He says I got six brand new F-150s. A couple other brand new vehicles out at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. They got a great service department. That service department is part of the reason why their customers keep on coming back. 
couple of the customers have purchased over 50 units from Brent Ridge Ford over the last 20 plus years. And that same service department is one of the reasons why Brent Ridge Ford just received their 11th President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. If you need maintenance, or repairs in your vehicle, you can call Kevin, Margie, or Mike at one 477 Ford. That's one 477 3673 Or you can reach out to uh, Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, and they can hook you up with a brand-new vehicle as well out at Brent Ridge Ford on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less. All right, back into the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Randy and Brooks says, Bob, the four-game sweep, is the only reason Jay Woodcroft has not been signed. This is Randy's theory out of Brooks. It left a seed of doubt in Ken Holland's mind. If Colorado wins the Cup in six games or less, then it's an easier decision for Holland to get it done. This isn't just any lineup at Edmonton. Connor and Leon ups the ante immensely on this coach's signing. That one comes to us from Randy and Brooks. I got to tell you, Randy, I respectfully completely disagree with that text. I don't think Colorado's... I think this is a byproduct. There's lots going on in the coaching world, and Ken Holland has lots going on in terms of potentially bringing back individuals, um, uh, not just at the NHL level, but, you know, there's there's scouts that need to be re-signed. There's assistant GMs whose contracts are up. Uh, these sort of things take place often uh, towards... Uh, in normal seasons, maybe. I mean, we all know the NHL season got pushed back a couple weeks as was this year. And then the Oilers ended up as one of the final four teams. I mean, Edmonton's the only final four team as an example with their own number one. I had this conversation today. Somebody, I, I said, you know, I think the Edmonton Oilers need to look at a guy like Reed Schaefer if he's there at 29 in the draft. And some one of the other media guys said, no, he should, Ken Holland should trade that pick right now. Because the Oilers window is right here, right now, over the next four or five years. And they need to use that pick to better the team immediately. Tell you what, tell me what you think. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Should the Oilers be trading the pick here at the draft? And either including that pick with a, a contract to allow more contract flexibility or conversely trading that pick for some immediate help. You tell me. Bob, what about a goaltender coach? Dubnik, Talbot, Koskin, Smith, all of them got scored on early and often over-the-shoulder goals. Well, off the top of my head, I think Dustin Schwartz has been the goaltender's coach since the 14-15 season. He got basically called up. He was working with the uh, junior squad with the Edmonton Oil Kings. The Oil Kings had won the 13-14 Memorial Cup with Tristan Jari in goal. So uh, Dustin has been part of... uh, the tail end of the Dallas Aikens coaching staff. He worked with Todd Nelson. He worked with Todd McClellan. He worked with Ken Hitchcock. He worked with Dave Tippett. And now he's worked with Jay Woodcroft. Of course, Dustin had worked with Jay before. 780-496-0063. Nil says, Bob, trade the pick unless we can get a goaltending prospect. That one comes to us from Nils. Nils, I've checked the um, various guides out there and that sort of thing. Nobody has. Like last year, there were two goaltenders, including Sebastian Kosa. Uh, actually, Jerry Johansson's got them both. Uh, there were two goalies that were uh, ranked as potential number one picks uh, going into the draft, and ultimately two teams ended up uh, going down that path of taking goaltenders in the first round. Of course, still, uh, the Oil Kings' Sebastian Kosa went 15th overall to the Detroit Red Wings, and then the Edmonton Oilers passed on Jesper Wallstatt and traded down 
uh, from 19, and Minnesota took Wallstad at 20, and then the Oilers got Xavier Borgo at 22. So you had two goalies that were consensus first-round picks last year, Coase and Wallstadt, they both went in the first round. There is not a consensus first-round pick in goal for this year's draft. It is 128 in Edmonton. Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation. He's got lots to, lots of different topics to discuss with him coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.